0: Testing, one, two, three, testing, 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 one, two, three. That's right. Let me make sure I'm actually recording my audio. Yeah, and it, are you, can you record your audio local and then just send it to me when you get done? Like, it don't even have to be edited or anything. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Church Creatives Club podcast. First podcast episode of 2023. Looking really forward to this. Hope everybody had a good holidays. Hope everybody's having a good 23 already. Know it's time to start thinking about Easter. If you're in the uh, church world, it just never stops. Back on the grind. So anyway, very excited about our guest today. I'm just going to go ahead and call him the Uncle Carl because that's his Instagram handle. (laughs) He's laughing because he knew that was coming. Uh, But he wrote a very good article in our January or our July issue of last year, the very first issue. And gonna be talking to him today. Uh if you don't follow him on social media, go ahead and go check him out. He produces some pretty awesome content. But I'm just gonna turn it over to Carl. Go ahead, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what you do and um some of your stuff in the church world.
1: Awesome. Okay. Hey man, thanks for having me. Uh we've been we've been online friends for a little while now. Yeah. And uh let me say this, I'm so excited about uh, the thing that you're creating, the thing that you uh, have found to be your passion and and put work into it. Um, I hope you know I'm 100% behind you and I've tried to show that, um, you know, and and I love this idea. Um, And and what I've learned about myself is that I'm the type of person who doesn't have a lot of great ideas, but I can support people who have great ideas (laughs) and I do well with that, you know? So, but yeah, my name is Carlion Wilson. Uh, you know, that's my full name. Uh, I'm 27. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Got a lot of family uh, in the South, in the Midwest. Actually, uh, have a lot of family in Alabama. Uh, my roots, really? my my mother. I think it's on my mom's side. A lot of roots in Mississippi and Alabama. Okay. Um, yeah. Arkansas, Chicago, all over that Midwest Southern area, right? Um, so I was, uh, born and raised in, in the Midwest and the South. And then I moved to California when I turned 18. Uh, not because I was just, you know, uh, you know, wanting to get out of every, this place, yeah. but my whole family moved out here yeah. right after, right after high school, I, I, Well, after high school for me and, uh, for a job opportunity for my dad. And, um, we've been here ever, ever since since I turned 18. So I'm coming upon 2014, coming upon what? eight, nine years. So yeah. been a little while. But other than that, I um, I do a lot of creative uh, stuff with the church. <clears throat> I'll tell you guys my quick personal story, how I even got involved. But uh, COVID is basically what happened. Um, you know, churches shut down in, in 2019 and 2020. And uh, we had to find a way to get our live stream out. And yeah. we didn't have a live stream really before.
0: You know, I feel like I feel like every like ninety eight percent of churches in America were in that same boat because that's how we started live stream at my church,
1: or maybe uh, people had live streams, but it wasn't a priority yet. Right? Yeah. Right, and that's what happened. So uh, you know, my pastor asked me to to figure stuff out, and so I did. Started researching, buying equipment, just really put my, my you know, my, my head into it and trying to figure out how to do this stuff. And then I woke up one day, we had a good live stream. And then I was like, I got all this gear. I, I kind of got a, lot, a little bit of knowledge about it. Why not, you know, do yeah. some more with it? So that's really what happened. I've only been doing uh, photography and videography, I would say, for about two-ish years, seriously. Now, see, I was,
0: see, uh, you, you being modest, but looking at your work, I was like, this dude had to have been doing <laughs> photography for like 10 years or something.
1: I wish, man. I asked the, and, and I'll get into my, into that stuff a little bit later, but man, getting this type of hobby, hobby when you're young and understand the importance of it, man, it, it'll just put you in such a better position in so many areas of your life. I yeah. love it. I love and, the.
0: As somebody myself that's 37 years old, I can tell mm-hmm. you I wished I would have started this when I was 18. Yes. Yeah, like, looking back now. Yeah,
1: exactly. But I started it late, but it's fine. I, I I got I got got into it with my foot to the grind. And I've been blessed to be a part of a couple different groups. Now I am the uh, SoCal hyphen creative director. So anything hyphen related in Southern California, I'm responsible for. And then as of late, I've actually been picking up Slack and I'm actually doing a lot of the the, the, the youth stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would say for the past two years, um, anything that you've seen creatively uh, on our youth pages or on hyphen pages, I've been a part of. Um, all the service recaps, graphics, photos, um, I lead those teams. And so that's my main thing, um, you know? And then I also and the media director of my own church. So, a lot of responsibilities there, but yeah. Then I did I did a little private stuff. Uh, I've been doing weddings and king carnivals and uh, birthday parties and ha- have a nice little successful side thing as well. So, that's yeah. my main thing uh the church stuff, and then also doing a little bit of private
0: Man, stuff. I, I will tell you, just in creative stuff that I know personally, because like, I started doing stuff in the church when I was about 14, uh, playing bass, because we didn't have a bass player.
1: Uh, and yeah. I tell
0: kids all the time, if you want to get good at something, get involved in the church, because it's like unlimited opportunities. You know, oh, yeah. playing bass, it was like all of a sudden I was taking lessons, and like I had the opportunity to play with a live band every single Sunday. You know, doing photography and video and stuff, there's always something to create. Um, And I feel like church creatives, like we really have opportunities because you're not going out. You don't have to really go out and seek clients. It's like every single Sunday I've got a job. Exactly.
1: Yep. And that's what I tell, I'm actually going to talk about this at, uh, I'm doing, uh, so our, um, hyphen group in Southern California, we have a podcast as well. And that's going to be one of the main topics we talk about is, you know, your ministry, uh, you know, the time that you give to God, you know, obviously, uh, you're not doing it for any reason, but there are rewards that come to you. Right. Uh, like you said. Most of my client work has been through church people, weddings, and then they've, uh, you know, given my, my work to other people and said, hey, you should hire him. And it just kept going. So when you're faithful to God, you definitely see a lot of influence coming uh, from your church work that's going to happen also in your private work. So, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, plenty
0: of opportunities. Oh, and I i feel like, you know, I, I I'm more of a, a hobbyist photographer and don't really do much video. My, my main thing is graphic design, but I feel like if I had not started in the church world, I wouldn't be near as far along as I am because it was out of necessity. It's like, I wasn't seeking stuff to create. It was like, man, I've got no. a list of stuff to make every week. Um, and it just forces you to grow. And so, I tell people like, don't take for granted your church opportunities because you just, it's like stuff you don't get out there in the world. Right. So, so good, man. I love that story. So I know we're going to be talking, talking about that a little bit more. I want to jump, um, go back to the article that you had wrote called capturing the moment. Really love this one, because I think, and like you said, since COVID, I know live stream, video, photo, all that has really taken off, but I, I feel like, well, and the church is just now getting to the point where they really appreciate capturing the moment. Because, yes. and, I, and I'll tell you this, I told Taryn this because he was a photographer on our last one. I didn't appreciate photographers until I went to do a slideshow for our 15 year anniversary. <laughs> and it's like the first 14 years of our church is all terrible cell phone photos. Yep. You could see when we started getting a photography team and I was like, man, so when we get to a 25 year anniversary, we're going to have all these like professional photos now to make slideshows mm-hmm. and stuff with. So tell us a little bit about what you what you really meant by capturing the moment and just some stuff about that.
1: Yeah, I would say um, one of the major things to consider when you're working and I wrote that article specifically related to church photography. Right. Um, I, I got to be honest. I'm not the smartest person, right? Um, you know, my personal life, I'm actually a therapist. That's my nine okay. to five. I'm a therapist. So, you know, I, but I can't claim to be the smartest person or the most intuitive person. But one of the things I started to pick up is when you start to look at engagements and, uh, you know, impact, cause that's what we're going for. Honestly, if we're just being honest, we're going for impact, we're going for engagement. When I create a, when I ha- take a photo And I post it online. I want people to experience the moment that I was experiencing. That way, now they can say, "I want to go to that church." Right. Right. This is a ministry, right? And this is not just a ministry. This is just like you know, you know, back in the day, we would go knock on doors with the little pamphlets or the little yeah Yeah. door to door, do the knocking, right?
0: Yeah.
1: It's just that version, but online, right? right? Someone sees a a moment online and then thinking to themselves. I can experience what they're experiencing just a tiny bit, just enough for them to say, okay, let me visit that church, see what that's about. Yeah. And that's what I started to learn. That's, um, that's such a great point
0: about that because I feel like before it was like, we would just need it. We just need photos for content. You know, we've got to post 10 right. posts today, you know, we need a, a, a morning and evening post every day. So get me some photos to post, mm-hmm. but that's not really ministry, but like what you're talking about, taking time and saying, what does this image, what does this video clip portray to right. somebody that's ministry?
1: And that's why when you start looking at, like we come up with, when we do big events, like youth convention, we just got done with a big youth convention. I had about 20 people on my team you know, photographers, videographers, people, uh, social media people, right? And I had to remind them, when you're out there shooting the musicians and the praise singers, that's all great. That's awesome, right? But the people who are in the back, who are off to the sides, down at their feet, worshiping, right? Mm -hmm. They don't care what they look like. They don't care what's going on around them. They're getting in touch with God. I promise you, if someone saw that photo, They're going to be more interested in coming to a service like that than a a cool shot of the guitar player, which is great. And and I love it.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's, that's, that's like the money shot. Everybody wants the speaker photo. Everybody wants the worship photo, but you know, as somebody who browses a lot of social media and I'm always looking at what other churches do trying to get inspiration. It's like, okay, well, after I've scrolled and I've seen the 50th guitar player today, like they all just start to run together. (laughs) Right. Like let me see some people that go to your church because that's what's going to have an impact. You're a totally you hit it, man. That that's what that's what we need to be focusing on.
1: And so when we create like a a shot list, and I don't know if you guys do that for your events or any listening, when you create a shot list, write down some specific things. I want to see someone prostrate before the Lord. That is on my shot list, right. I want to see someone in prayer, like praying for someone else. Like there's there's no other you know option but to pray them through right now. That's on my shot list, right? I want to see a group of people praying. I want to see someone, two people that don't look like they even really know each other. You know what I'm saying? Like I I want to get these moments because when you start to and the art of it is putting together the right photos. And I Mm -hmm. a lot of times I leave that to my team, but I give them my expectations. The the three photos that come together or four photos that come together, that tells a story. Right. Right. We're trying to tell a story. They're not, they weren't here tonight. They didn't watch the live stream or maybe they, they weren't to be it, but do those three, four photos, what story can we tell them? Yeah. So you got to be mindful of that as well. Um, What story are you telling? Right. Um, And so that's what I've been trying to do with my team is like, that's what I mean by capturing the moment, uh, taking your time. Uh, actually, I want to say this real quick. <laughs> Martin Libby. I don't know if you know him. Martin Libby, amazing photographer, videographer. This dude is a class A beast, right? He posted a video a few months ago, sometime last year, and I thought it was so powerful. Um, I just, I wanted to ask him how he did it. How did you get these shots? So I messaged him and he started telling me about it. And the best advice, the, the thing I took away from what he was saying that was so powerful, he said, just get in the crowd and be with them experience those worship and those altar call moments with them. That's how you get those, those, those shots.
0: That's so true. And uh, I've told um, this past year, 2022 at youth camp, um, Mm -hmm. I was helping out our creative team. And then I tell my people this at church, even all the way back to the sound booth. Like if you are experiencing something in church, that's more important than taking a photo. Like, don't be afraid to set your camera down. And I promise you, when you, like you said, when you get in that mode where you're worshiping too, um, that's when you get that inspiration. Like you said, when you're down there worshiping, then you see stuff and it's like capturing that. Which brings up, I have a good question about that Mm -hmm. because this is like always the controversial thing. How do you get those shots without intruding on people? Because there's nothing worse than somebody shoving a camera in your face. Right.
1: Uh, and that's kind of what he was saying is like, yeah. Hey, I'm praying for this young person. Um, and and as I started to be aware of my surroundings, I see it like a little, a little, little like area where I could go and yeah. crouch down and, and get that shot. And that's what I was telling my team too: get it and get it quickly. Right. Don't stand at all. If you don't get it, you're not going to get it. Then. You're not, right, if you yeah. don't get it then, you're just not going to get it. Yeah. You know, good point. Um, and, and so that's what I, I tell them. Like, be, get in the crowd and start noticing some crevices and some areas that you could fit into without being like you want to be inconspicuous as possible. Right. That's yeah. my main advice. Being conspicuous, get in the crowd.
0: Yeah, that's that's my favorite thing to tell people is like people don't even need to know you're there. Right. You no. Know? Yeah. They don't they don't need a camera in their face or anything like that. And you're right. You can get those shots without doing it. But, yeah, it's just being mindful of your uh, your surroundings. Uh, but that that's yeah. great, man. I think that's good advice. I hope people that are listening take that to heart because and, and I've been tell, I've been working with some people too. And it's like you can do you can do so much with cell phones now. You know, yeah. maybe you're part of a small church and you don't have the budget for a, a nice camera rig and all that. You know, you can get down there and praying with people, you know, have your cell phone with you, you know, take some photos like that as well. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've actually seen some really good shots that people have done on cell phones now. And, you know, especially like the new iPhone pros and, and yeah. stuff they're ridiculous. And um, like you said, it's just being aware and capturing those moments. I would rather have a great moment than just a great technical photo. You know, I, Hey, maybe the focus is a little soft. Maybe the ISO was a little high, but the moment you captured was, people are going to overlook the technical things of it. And I think it, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, we're all, you know, nerds at heart with this gear stuff and we, we want the technical part to be right. We want to do our best. Uh, but it's easy to get so focused on that, that like you said, you're, you're not capturing the moments.
1: Yep. Yep. And that's the thing too. It's like the sharp. Uh, and I always preach it to my team. Sharp, 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 of course, sharp, right. Uh, composition. And that's why I, I'm telling them now: these church events can't be the only time you take photos. No, just like no. you would. You're in your ministry. You you pray. And like let's say you're a preacher. You pray. You know you're studying the word. You're in prayer. You're fasting. You're preparing for that ministry. It's got to be the same thing with with this. You got to be preparing in some way. I don't know if that's going out and taking photos in in, in your local city. If that means uh, taking photos in your local church to gear up for a big conference or whatever it is, be, be in preparation, just like you will for any ministry. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Treat it. Yeah, absolutely. Treat it like a ministry. And that's one thing just in my church personally, we're we're a little bit smaller church. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a, you know, a huge production team or anything like that. But anytime somebody joins the team or you know wants to start volunteering, I'm always trying to trying to drill that into them that look at this as a ministry. It's not just a job you show up to on Sunday. It's not just back here pushing some buttons or changing light scenes. Like treat it as a ministry,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, that's the only way you're gonna you're gonna get the full benefit and and you're gonna reap the most dividends out of it. If you treat it as a ministry. So yeah,
0: yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now I noticed uh, too in your work you've been shooting some music videos. And stuff like that. Yes. So, worship stuff. so so you want to talk a little bit about that? Cause I saw some of those really cool, really cool opportunity.
1: Yes. I, I, I've been, I've been trying to branch out a little bit, you know, um, test myself, some short films, uh, music videos, um, things of that nature, I, you know, and, and what I, what I begin to find is I have a whole lot more to learn, Yeah, you know? Um, but just like I said, with preparing, you know, in your ministry, this is one of the ways you can do that. Trying something that you haven't tried before. Yeah. Um, live recordings. I don't know who's listening. Like if you, if you have an opportunity to work on a live recording, like a a music artist, uh, I would say do it, you know, just, or just say, Hey, can I help in any way? Get yourself involved so you can see how this stuff is done. Get on some production you know, some teams that are doing like big productions, like live recordings, music videos, uh, things of that nature. And just start learning as much as you can. That was my mistake. I just hopped right in and started doing it. And it turned out OK. But um, I- I've been blessed to be part of a couple different live recordings now and some music videos where I'm just like, I definitely feel like I can I can do more. Like there's a big one called um, Hymn of Heaven. Yeah. I did a live recording for them. I did a live recording for Frankie Taylor and uh family worship centers choir. I'm sure you're familiar with Frankie Taylor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah.
1: I, I got to be the BTS guy for, um, Draylen Young and Frankie Taylor's, uh, first concert, um, two years ago. So yeah. you know, part of things like that, man. And just like I said, it isn't really about having the best skill, but just try to, be just be there, be consistent, and maybe eventually learn something to the point where you can become a, one of the the main guys on the team. And that's what it yeah. took me. It's just like helping out where I could, and then one day I got the opportunity. Yeah, so,
0: I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell like anybody, any really like young person or anybody that's just getting started that listens to this is volunteer. Like, 100%. I'm telling you, if you got it, you know, you got a new camera for Christmas or whatever, and you're not on the photo team, just go say, "Hey, look, can I just." show up and shadow one of the photographers. You know, I just follow them around. Churches always need people, always need people. Um, And like you said, like, you may not know anything, but just ask to be involved. You'd be amazed at at how quick you can learn something by shadowing a professional or shadowing somebody that's been doing it for a while. Um, Yeah, just show up to church with your camera and be like, hey, look, I just, you know, put me somewhere and let me follow, tell me somebody, tell me something to do. Uh yeah, that, yeah just get but that's the
1: important thing that yeah. you mentioned. Asking. Yes. Oh, yes. I can't <laughs> tell you how many events I've been at where some kid has showed up with a camera and I got yeah. my full team spec dollar ready to go and this kid is in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you said, ask and ask. just say, hey, where can I fit in? Yeah. What can I do? Does that mean me running errands? Does that mean we're running running batteries or helping right. out SD car, whatever it is. Just start there. Volunteering, like you said. Volunteering, yeah. that's going to put you in a position that someone else is not in. Because when I start putting teams together for big events, I remember the young people, right, yeah. who volunteered their time, who went out of their way to take care of the things that I asked them to. Those are the people that I'm choosing. Not always the most talented or the one with the best gear, the ones who I know can follow instructions, and that will be consistent.
0: Yeah, That's a yeah. From my personal experience picking teams, I have definitely overlooked people that were super talented because I found people that I could count on and were hard yeah. workers. Yeah, And I was like, give me that all day versus talent. You know, I can work with somebody as long as they're consistent and they're hungry to learn. I can work with that. You yeah. Know, um, but yeah. Show up and just say, Hey, look, you know, yeah. Like you said, I'll change out batteries. I'll run SD cards back to the editing room Um, because you're going to learn so much because in my experience, every, I would say 99.9% of church creatives I've met are willing to share. Like nobody exactly. is guarding. I'm not guarding industry secrets. If you see something I post and you're like, how did you make that in Photoshop? I'll tell you like, uh, it's it's not a secret. I'm not, I'm not trying to hoard all my skills and, you know, just get yourself on the photo team, get yourself on the video team and ask questions.
1: A hundred percent. And that's like, one of the things that I wish I had done more was find a mentor too. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I did eventually, but it took me a while to find one. Um, but I found a mentor. His name is Michael Ayers, amazing photographer, really dope person. You know, he shoots Nikon though. Luckily, I hey,
0: I'm not even timing this, but how far did we make it before Sony came up? That's was, I was waiting on. I was like, <laughs> I know all your friends that watch this; they're gonna, they're counting down. They probably got a pool going. Like, when listen, is he gonna mention Sony?
1: It's Sony for life. I, I, I can't tell you anything else but that it's Sony for life. It, it, listen, I consider it a personal <laughs> betrayal if you show with anything besides Sony. Uh, I guess I can excuse Canon. But anything other than Sony, uh, it's a personal attack on me. That's right. But but yeah, I I found a great mentor, and that's important too. I mean, these and like you said, not not a lot of people. I haven't met anyone really that is hoarding secrets. A few people, but not a lot of people hoarding secrets and trying to keep you out. Uh, I want the next man to come up because for me to elevate, someone has to come beneath me and take that role that I was just in. Right. Right. So. I'm training my next And I was, that's what I was going to say earlier. That's my whole goal. These last, I would say year, year and a half, I've been training, 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 finding the next young person that's going to be able to step in and and handle these situations for photography, video graphics. Right. Yeah. Um, Finding a mentor. That's important.
0: Yeah. Kingdom minded. That's what it's all about. Uh, Mm -hmm. It makes me so proud when I see like, young people like at our youth camp, like we have an entire photo team and it's all kids. Like there's no adults wow. on the team, and they're killing it, you know, and That's that, cool. that does my heart good. Cause I'm like, okay, somewhere along the lines, us older people, we did the right thing. You know, we found some kids yeah. and we we're raising them up and they don't, they don't, we don't have to do it. They're actually getting to be involved and run the team. Like it's amazing.
1: That's awesome, man. I Some of my, I guess I would actually say our youth, our youth team is is, is made up of, of uh really young, not super young, but like young, like 18, 19, 20, yeah. young, young people, right, that are uh super hungry, super talented and uh, consistent. And that's why I pick them, because you know, like you said, the person who is consistent and I can trust, yeah, and I don't have to worry about me having to double check their work or whatever, whatever, it's it just makes my life easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that kind of leaves, I know we've already talked about a little bit, but it's kind of this next topic is what I wanted to talk about really is what do you, what's like some advice for people that want to take their stuff to the next level? Like we've talked about getting started, but maybe somebody that's been in this for a couple of years, because I know even I find myself where I just feel like, okay, I'm doing the same thing over and over. I'm not really progressing. What's some things that you have found that kind of elevate your stuff to the next level?
1: I think like I mentioned, branching out you know, short films, challenging yourself are actually, I don't know if you saw Anthony, but we're doing a, a 30 day photo challenge. And I, saw day, that. I saw that. Yeah. And it's all these different types of weird, uh, photo related, uh, areas, uh, where you have to do, uh, create like, a uh, a light painting, or you have to do a certain type of composition or a certain F stop where it's challenging us to do certain things. I would say yeah. challenge yourself. Okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, the opportunities that I've been afforded recently with these live recordings and stuff, I don't think I ever would have got them if I didn't challenge myself and do something where I can even prove to myself that I did know how to do it. Right. This, this big camera behind me that you guys see big Bertha. I'm sure most of you guys know. um, I got that out of faith. Like I was a photographer mostly at that point. I bought that camera out of faith. I built it up. And then I, and then one day they were like my, my district board wanted to hire me to do the videos, uh, for the recaps for relaunch. I mean, for, um, for, uh, for our uh, youth convention. And I was like, Oh, I got the gear I've been practicing. Here we go. That's what I would say. Challenge yourself and just start preparing yourself. Like, if that's what you want to do, you know, you want to take your, 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 talents to the next level, your minutes to the next level, start doing those things already. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to be, uh, the main person uh, doing the, the video at a live event or uh, a live recording, but getting your foot in that door, seeing how it's done and challenging yourself. That's the way to go.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, you, you know, that made me think you were talking about you were the the BTS guy. I think one of the coolest things, and this is something that like, I think any young person could do if they want to be involved is you show up and offer to take pictures and video of the team behind the scenes yeah. because for one thing it's hard to mess that up you know that's what right. i'm saying like it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a low for somebody that may not know what they're doing or feel like their skills are lacking that's a great place where like if i don't get it just right it's not that big of a deal right um and when we when we started covid uh, stuff we were we just started live streaming and we were we were limited to like less than 10 people in the church and we were doing everything virtual and so I was basically running live stream and figuring out live stream at the same time. So I was not taking photos, doing video, whatever. And uh, one of the young guys showed up and I just handed him my camera. I was like, look, I just want you to record everything that goes on today. Handheld. I don't have a gimbal. I don't have a cam, nothing. Just here's video. I've set it up, record the entire process. And that was one of the coolest recaps I ever have is I have, It's like a 60 second video in slow motion of everything that went on during COVID. Yeah. Um, And so like, you know, that's a great thing, you know, just, just hand a kid a camera and be like, look, I just want you to take pictures of the team. I want you to shoot some video clips, you know, just, just go wild with it. Um, I think, I think a lot of times we hold young people back because we have these expectations of how we want it done. And sometimes they need that creative freedom to figure it out on their own you know, and like I said, put them in a low stress situation where they're not the main camera guy. So if they don't, if they mess up, which they probably will, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. We're still going to get the yeah. main things we need, but just give them that creative freedom be like, man, here's a camera, go wild. Um, during music, during music practice at church. I'm mm. given my eight year old daughter my camera and I pretty much kind of set like, you know, the max ISO just, you know, yeah. so she don't have to adjust any settings, and I put it on, um, you know, shutter focus or whatever. I'm yeah. like, just take pictures during practice, you know, <laughs> and she's getting involved and she's learning and she's starting to show a passion for that at a young age. And I'm hoping she picks it up a lot quicker that's than so I cool. did, you know, but yeah. man, just find a young person and be like, look, man, here's my camera. It's set on, you know, these settings just go wild.
1: Yeah. And you made a great point. Like, uh, that's the thing. If you give someone too much direction, and they don't meet those expectations, and they feel like they failed, they get discouraged, especially with something like that, just yeah. say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Find a way to create it. Yeah, that's absolutely. It. You um, know?
0: Yeah, that's that's the way. And I think, like you said, when they discover that passion for themselves, you know, pretty soon they'll blow you away with what they do. Sometimes they just need that little push of, like, I'm not really sure if I want to do this or not. And then they get in there and they realize how fun it is and how much of a ministry it can be, and it's just like, man, something clicks and they're just off running with it.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I love that. And and, and training these young people has been my my passion and my joy, honestly, my joy. So, yeah. hey, if anyone listening is looking for someone to mentor them or give them advice, you guys know my Instagram handle at the Uncle Carl. Listen, I'm always looking to, to help and, and mentor the next generation because yeah. I, I think it's so important. That's
0: awesome, man. And that's kind of been my my focus. That was kind of my thought process behind the Church Creators Club when I first started this is, uh, you know, I always joke about like, you know, I don't want to be the next, you know, pro church tools or, the, you know, yeah. these big, I, I think those big groups are great. They do great things. And there's all different. There's like creative church. There's all these different things. And they kind of have their own niche. I wanted Church Creators Club to have that kind of, club feeling where it's like just creative sitting around talking, you know, sitting around and having these conversations, like with what we're doing, that's how people learn. And that's how you get these young people involved. And so I would encourage anybody listening. If you, if you run a team at your church, just grab some young people and be like, Hey, let me show you how to, you know, change light scenes. You want to change light scenes. You want to put lyrics on the screen, you know? uh, Hey, you want to hold my camera for 30 minutes and take some pictures during practice? Um, just try to ignite that passion in young people.
1: A hundred percent. If you do that at your own local church and then they start getting a passion, they start working on events. I mean, you'll, you'll literally see an explosion in your section right. on your district, right? When you start absolutely. with your local church, it'll just go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, I'm always looking at like, I'm not going to be the main guy forever. Somebody has got to replace me. You know, and, and, and if they start at like 14 or 15 years old, by the time they're 20, by the time they're 30, how good are those guys going to be? Exactly. Like they'll be killing it. Um, yep. And, you know, I joke about it, I wished I would have started this early. One of the reasons I didn't start this early is because DSLRs when I was a teenager were like $10,000. You know, <laughs> this stuff has gotten so much affordable nowadays yeah. for kids, you know, to be able to participate. No. Um, but yeah, man, this is good. This is good. I, I love this. I love the the passion that you have for training people because that's really what it's all about. Um, we talk a lot about making disciples and that seems to always be like new people coming to church and, you know, getting them filled with the spirit, getting them baptized, that kind of stuff. But I believe we should be making disciples in everything that we do, Yeah. That's even in production, even in creative. I need people under me that are coming up that I'm training up.
1: You know what? Real quick, I the thing that I I want to tell everybody the thing that inspired me the most with what you were saying about training. I think his name is Brother Kinsey, Brother Kinsey, from Florida. One of the really good pastors. Yeah, yeah. He came and spoke at our Ironman conference uh, last year, and one of the things I'll never forget it. He preached this message, and it was about giant killers, right? And he said something that really, really impacted me. He said. When you look, basically, when you look back on your life, you're going to want to be known for not the giants that you've slain, but the giant killers that you've trained.
0: That's good. Yeah.
1: When you look back, my impact—it wasn't just about all the things that I did, but what about the things that I helped people do? And their impact should be greater than mine. Even that's even biblical, right? Right. You know, right. That your impact that. The people that you train, their impact could be even greater than yours. And that's what stuck with me, man. I'm trying to, this next generation, I want to be better than me, uh, yeah. more than me, even earlier than I was. So just like you said, that's that's where I'm at with it. Yeah,
0: yeah, you make a great point. It's not a competition. Like, if the guys coming up behind me, the guys and girls coming up behind me are better than me, then that's awesome. That means I did my job right. Exactly. I, yeah. hope, I hope they pick this up quicker than I did. I hope they have technique better than mine. You know like I said because of that means the kingdom is continuing on
1: exactly
0: yep awesome all right yeah. man so before we close any uh closing comments or anything else you just want to say before we uh wrap this up
1: I just want to say man I'm super excited about uh the club and and all the stuff that you got coming up going on this year um and and any, and I want to tell you personally any way I can help in an yeah. extra way uh hit me man I'm I'm so excited this is the type of stuff that I think um, we need on a, on an apostolic level, like you said. There's great clubs out there. Yeah, they don't they don't really come from a from a perspective. Uh, you know, these big non denominational churches and yeah. Baptist churches. It's great. I love it. There's a great. I forget what club. It was one of the ones you introduced me to. you um, had reposted them. Great. Yeah. I love their stuff. But I need something apostolic. I need something uh, a little bit more rooted in. And kind of like what what we're trying to do. Yeah. And seeing us as a ministry. So the fact Absolutely. that you got this going, it's it's amazing. It's,
0: and focusing on small, I think a lot of times we some of these groups and some of these other companies in in these these churches, they do great things, but they've got they've got teams bigger than my church. Right. And a lot of times a smaller guys out there, you know, and the smaller people listening, I've sat in on those conferences and they're telling me all this stuff to do. And I'm like, bro, I'm doing like 30 jobs because I'm literally the only one at my church with the technical knowledge to do it. Like I'm trying to right. train kids to take over this stuff. So that's kind of part of the church creatives club thing too, is like, man, I want to reach out to the small churches. I want to reach out to the beginners. I want to reach out to those people that don't have budgets and don't have professionally trained, paid staff, you Yeah, know, because that's important. You know, in fact, that's the majority of our churches. Um, I forget what the statistic is, but, you know, the mega churches get all of the publicity, but they're really few in number. You know, like the majority of churches in America are like 100 or 150 members.
1: Yep. Yep. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So yep. that, that's Real awesome.
1: Quick, are you planning to put, and I don't know, you know, what what your plans are, but I just thought about it. Are you planning to put like uh video tutorials and and uh you know uh breakdowns and cuz I know you got the magazine going but are yeah. you looking to do some visuals is that something that's yeah. in
0: that's something in in mind um it, like I said it started with the magazine the main reason yeah. I started the magazine is cuz nobody was doing that and I just yeah. had this nostalgic thing for magazines man I I'm a 90s it. kid at heart yeah and so um and then I was like but you know not everything translates to print very well. You know, we can do graphics, we can do articles, we can do photos. Um, but I was like, there's a lot of people that, you know, have good things to say that don't really translate well to still images. Um, so I was like, let's get the podcast going and let some people talk. That's a great way to give advice. Um, I've thought about videos. I think, I think that would be great. I would love to start doing some training videos, um, you know, get the YouTube video, get the YouTube channel up and going. I've been putting the podcast recordings on there just to keep it going, you know, try to get some followers and stuff. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, my, my goal is for this to just be like a resource for people. It's not just a magazine. It's not just a podcast where we get on here and talk, but it's like actually helping people, you yeah. know, like and like I said, I would love some videos on like, all right, you don't have a budget at your church. Here's how you can still get great photography. Yeah. Yeah. You've only got access to an iPhone. Okay, well, you can still make some really cool announcement videos or you can still do some service recaps with an iPhone, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, And like you said, I think I think that's necessary. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully further in the year uh, we can get some of that going. So just anybody that is listening, if that's kind of your thing, you love tutorials, you love teaching, love helping people keep that in mind because um, we're going to be working on that, too. Awesome. I'm actually talking to a, a pastor in my state who has a, um, he has a real passion for writing, mm-hmm. um, and he's going to be putting together some resources um, to encourage people writing and creative writing, um, because I think that's awesome. a very good talent. I think that's something that can be used in the church, um, but it doesn't get a lot of recognition. I believe a lot of people have stories to tell and things to tell, but they're not really preachers or teachers. Maybe they don't want to get up in front of a crowd but they right. would be very good at writing that stuff and putting resources out there. Um, so yeah, this is not the church creative club is not just going to be photographers, videos, and graphics guys. You know, I want anything creative related in the church to be a
1: part of this. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited, man. For what I am excited.
0: Well, good. All right, man. So we're going to close this out real quick. Uh, where can people follow you on Instagram? How can they connect with you? Uh, any, any personal stuff you want to give out like that?
1: Yeah. Uh, my personal Instagram is, uh, the uncle Carl, my professional page is CCW photos. If you want to go to my website, CCW productions, I have all of my portfolio prices, all that stuff is on there. Um, and yeah, you guys hit me up on Instagram. My inboxes are open. I always want to help. I always want to learn. So yeah, Instagram and then my website is the main place where you can find me.
0: All right. Awesome, man. And if you shoot an icon, just don't open with that. He won't answer.
1: Man, don't tell me until I actually like you as a person. Otherwise, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm
0: just kidding. I, that, that is one of the highlights of my day is when you get people stirred up about Sony stuff. Because I, I love the oh, comments. And then you start screenshotting stuff. So Oh, I yeah. I got to put it out there, man. I absolutely love yep. it i love Just it on for life. All right. Well, man, I have enjoyed talking to you. Guys, don't forget, go check out the churchcreativesclub.com. You can follow us all of our social media handles or church creatives club. Um, like I said, hopefully the YouTube will be coming up. Podcast should be out on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, Google. It should be on any podcast app now. So if you're having trouble finding it, send me a DM. I'll be happy to link you to it. Um, I got a few hoodies left for anybody wanting to order a hoodie. Um, You can get on the website and do that. And I think there's still a few print copies of the magazines left. I think July is about sold out. I may have a handful of October issues and January issues should be releasing at the end of this month. So people have submitted some great content for that. So looking forward to it. So I will see you guys on the next podcast.